Welcome to Professor Kid. I'm Nora, and today I'm joined by my brother Henry, who's six, and my mom Megan. Hi. Hello. How old is Henry? Seven. His birthday was in December. Why do we keep messing that up? Yeah, because it wasn't very. We keep thinking he's six. My face. So we had a special request for a topic today, didn't we? It's from Eli who lives in Texas. And what did he want us to talk about, Nora? The water, water cycle. cycle. The water, water cycle cycle. So how does the water cycle work? What happens when the water's on the ground? What does it do? It forms up into the clouds, and that's called evaporating. Evaporating. When it turns from water to gas. That's right, from liquid, liquid to, to gas. gas. Jinx. So it goes up to the sky into clouds and then what happens to it um it starts raining how does it rain what does it have to do so all the all the water water vapor um it forms together and it starts turning back into water which is too heavy which is called what what's that called um formation condensation when it goes from gas to water and then what happens and then when it gets too heavy um, all the clouds come together, and then it starts raining. Uh, and where does it go when it rains? Or to snows, or to the ground. And what's that called when it comes um, out of the sky? Precipitation. Precipitation. And then, uh, and then it goes turns into streams, and those join together and go into river, rivers, and then those rivers flow into the ocean or um, a lake. What you're describing is called collection. Which evaporates into the air. It all starts over again. Yep. Yeah, that's a really good summary of how it works. Thank you. We've seen a lot of different types of precipitation over the past couple weeks, haven't we? Uh Uh-huh, we've seen all the types. Hail, snow, and rain. Those Those are three major types, yeah. Snow today, right? Yeah. Did we have so much snow today? Yeah. How much snow did we have? I'm guessing a fourth of an inch. <laughs> yeah. So here in Oregon, we don't have much snow, do we? We usually get rain. Yeah. And so since there was all the snow, it was school was canceled, which was pretty exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. But now it's all melted and we haven't even gotten to play any. So we've had snow mm-hmm. and we've had lots of rain. Remember that one day when we picked mm-hmm. you up from school? It was sunny when we left. And then the clouds just started raining. And then it not raining. It, it hailed. Was, turned into hail, and we didn't and then have it, umbrellas. And then it went back. We and then, were not and then ready. we were going back. It snowed, and then it rained, and then it stopped. It was not a good walk home. Now we've already talked about how rain forms. Snow forms when the temperatures are below freezing, which is what Nora. Thirty-two degrees. That's right. Snow crystals form up in the clouds. And they collect more and more water and freeze until they get heavy and they fall down. And then when snow falls, when it hits the ground, Mm -hmm. they start gathering together. If it's still below freezing on the ground. Mm -hmm. But for us, a lot of times, it's above freezing on the ground, and so it just melts. Now, hail forms when there's water up in the clouds and there's a wind that blows them up. It's called an updraft. And they go higher up to where it's colder, and they freeze, and they form balls of ice, and then they fall down. Then there's sleet. Have you heard of sleet? No. That happens when raindrops fall, 
but there's a layer of cold air that they fall through that freezes them and then they hit the ground as ice. And then what we had a lot when I was growing up in Missouri was freezing rain. And that's where rain just falls and then it freezes on the ground. And that's really dangerous and slippery. How is it dangerous? A lot of times it'll collect on trees and the ice will wrap around tree branches and make the tree branches really heavy and then the tree branches will fall down and they can cause damage to people's houses. They can break power lines. There were a lot of problems that happened because of freezing rain. All right, now we've got something special planned for this episode. Can you tell us what it is? This time we're going to do a lightning round. We are going to speed through all the facts. There are so many cool facts about water. So we are just going to rush through some of the really cool ones that we thought were really interesting. All right, Henry, take it away. Over 70% of Earth's surface is water, but only less than 1% is what we can drink. And the, the rest is salt water or it's frozen. Mo water molecules. Molecules. Molecules stay in the air for about 10 days before coming back down. No two people see the same rainbow. Our eyes even see different rainbows um, from each other. If it looks like someone was standing on a rainbow to you, they will see a different rainbow far further away. This is because where you see the light reflect off the water droplets. Yeah, that's what creates the rainbow. It's uh -huh. the angle of the sunlight. Yep. The moon also shines rainbows, but we don't see them very often. Every time we see them, they look white, but they actually have real colors. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Did you know plants sweat? They evaporate water through the their leaves. It's called transpiration. They can use water to get energy to make electricity by using steam and rushing water. Hot water freezes faster than cold water. Scientists aren't sure why, but that's pretty interesting. The water we drink was once made drank by dinosaurs. Phew, that was so fast. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I learned a lot. What are we going to talk about next? So, um, we're going to talk about Flint, Michigan, and how their problem with lead in their water. So, Flint was borrowing water from Detroit. Who was born near Detroit? Me. And Nora. That's right. We lived there. And we've been to Flint, but you guys don't remember it. And in 2014, they switched to getting water from the Flint River to save money. And then, almost immediately after it happened, people, it was tasting bad, smelling weird, and looking bad. People were getting sick, and there were complaints about people with stomach aches. Uh, but what did the people in charge of the city do? They were like, it's fine, no one needs to worry about it. And some of the people just started using bottled water for everything. Like brushing their teeth, um, drinking water, making food. And did that help? Yeah. So, 
so people kept contacting um, specialists, mm-hmm. um, and then they couldn't. They weren't answering, and then they called the scientist from Virginia. He came all the way from Virginia, and he. Um, they were they were not treating the water rightly, and they were not protecting it right. And so there was lead in the water, and they weren't testing it. And then he came and tested it, and um, and there was lead in the water. So they started getting water from um um Detroit again, and it, um they helped, they gave extra help to the people who got sick from it. Yeah, to make them feel better. Uh-huh. And lead is bad for you, actually, since. Lead destroys your nerve, neurons. It's declared poisonous. So they were drinking poisoned water. It's a good thing that they were proactive and found someone to take care of it, huh? And there are lead pipes. There may be lead pipes carrying water to your home. That doesn't mean there's your water has lead in it. There are often special chemicals that stop it. But in, there's even laws for that. Um, but in Flint, the law was broken. That's right. So if you're worried about it, you could get it checked, but most places it's pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, it's really sad that all those people got sick and they didn't have to. Yeah. It makes you realize how important having fresh water is. Okay, so we've talked about water. And you have talked about... Let's talk about another part of the water cycle, the clouds. There's lots of different types of clouds, aren't there? Yep. They're different types based on their shape and where they are. There's some clouds that are really up high in the sky, and like up where, up where the airplanes fly. There's some that are kind of in the middle and some that are down low. And, and they mean different things based on how they're formed. When they appear, they can give you clues about things. Like cirrus, they're up really, really high by the planes, and they're thin and they're wispy, and you see them in good weather. And then you've got the floating cotton ball ones, the cumulus clouds. They're low down. They look like cotton balls with a flat base. You see those a lot. And they mean um, either good weather or stormy weather. If they start to look like cauliflower, that's how you know a storm is coming. I think it's really cool, all the different types of clouds that form. It's all just water (laughs) up there, right? (laughs) That would look silly, don't you think? Uh We should keep an eye out for those. Cauliflower in the sky. I love cauliflower. There's new types of clouds that have been formed, too. Eleven types. Eleven types. And these look really cool. They're hard to describe. If you, There's a website we found them on. It's called cloudappreciationsociety.org. And you can see pictures of all the new kinds of clouds. And some of them just don't even look real. They just look like paintings. They're really cool looking. So when we were doing our research, we were listening to a podcast that we really like. It's called Brains On. The question is, um, if you fill um, um, a river out, made out of uh, with lemonade, the question is, would it rain lemonade the next day? That's right. So what did they find out? And the answer is probably. Oh, kind of, right? Uh, maybe. You have a lake full of lemonade. What is the first step in the water cycle that has to happen? To get to the raining part. Um, it has to evaporate. Evaporates. Okay, so let's see. What is lemonade made out of? So, in this, lemonade is made out of lemon, mm-hmm. sugar, mm-hmm. and water. That's right. So the water will evaporate. Uh-huh. The sugar won't. 
<laughs> what about the lemon? Um, there's oils inside. And those will evaporate. So the lemon has oils in it that can be picked up, but uh -huh. they'll mix with other stuff in the air pretty easily. So the best possible scenario is the water and the lemon evaporate and condense and rain back down really quickly. In that case, you could possibly have like lemon scented water. But if it waits too long, the lemon oils are going to react with other stuff and you're not they're not going to be there anymore. <laughs> so their answer was maybe possibly in the best case scenario you could get lemon scented water, but it's um you're not going to get full-on lemonade raining down. They do a better job of explaining it, and they did all the research, and it was really cool, and so we would highly recommend going to Brains On and listening to it. I think that's everything. The water cycle was really cool to learn about. It, um, it's just connected to everything, right? It's connected to the environment and to weather and to how people live. And to clouds. And to clouds and to rainbows. Yeah. The water cycle was a lot of fun to learn about. Thank you, Eli, for that suggestion. Now that we're all done, it's time for our it's joke. Time for joke time. There were two muffins in the oven. One muffin said, "It's hot in here." The other muffin said, "Ah, Dunkin' Muffin!" <laughs> oh no, I'm a Dunkin' Muffin. Oh, oh. Wait, was he scared of himself or the other muffin? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit of both? Yeah. Thank you for your jokes, and thank you, Eli, for your suggestion for our next episode. It's also an idea that someone sent in to us. So, Nora, can you give us a clue about what we're going to talk about next time? Everybody does it, but not everybody remembers doing it. Oh, that is a tricky clue, Nora. I guess we'll have to wait till next time to find out, huh? Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you want to send us any ideas, you can visit our website. www.professorkidpodcast.wordpress.com Good job. There's lots of ways to contact us, and they're all on there. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Professor Kid. <laughs>